Africa Business Report on The Money Show. With Victor Homaswana is in studio with me this evening. Coffee, Rwanda's biggest export until recently. Um, it's interesting, isn't it? They've diversified their economy quite nicely. It used to be coffee and now it's the stuff that goes into the coffee. Yeah, Bruce. And not only are they diversifying inside in agriculture, they're also doing it across the economy. They're trying to be a services economy as much as possible. But Coffee used to be the main export. It came third with 26, 21.6 million dollars for the first three months versus milk, which has gone up to 22.4 million dollars according to the external trade statistics. So milk overtaking, I had no idea. I mean, I know I went to a big food processing factory yeah. in Rwanda and one of the products being pro- processed there is milk, but I didn't have an idea how much milk they were producing. But they must be doing it in the, in the form of long life milk or powdered milk or whatever the case might be, simply because uh, exporting fresh milk across borders is logistically challenging. It is, especially when you don't have uniform infrastructure. You can't be sure how much you, how long you'll take to move from one point to another. But I've got to say, the roads of Rwanda and the rest of East Africa are actually very good. In those five East African countries, the roads are not your idea of a typical... They're not like roads in Malawi. Not, <laughs> oh, you said it. <laughs> I'm not going to take The president my... <laughs> said it. I'm quoting him. Yeah, um, yeah. so yes. they're they reasonably good. And, and driving around, you don't feel any different to when you're driving from here to Odendal's first. I was, wa- I w- I was watching uh, The Long Way Down, which yeah. is Charlie Bowman and the fabulous Scottish actor who's na- Ewan McGregor, yeah, yeah. Uh, The Long Way Down, and they hit Rwanda, and they just fell in love with the place. They really did. I yeah. think it's the country that they loved if, most of all, as they were going <laughs> all the way from uh, the yeah. United Kingdom and riding down yeah. to Cape Town. If you don't fall in love with Rwanda when you're there... It's official. You don't have a heart. Uh, well, maybe our government doesn't have a heart because we don't like Rwanda's no. politics at the moment and we're fighting with the Rwandans. No. But what's interesting yeah. is that the World Bank continues to invest yeah. and the economy yeah. is doing interesting stuff. Yeah, the, the International Development Association are proving $60 million, six, 61, to improve the agriculture and infrastructure sectors. And if again, if you go there to upgrade road conditions, you don't see lots of potholes there. They are trying to intensify the agricultural productivity so that the farmers, who are mainly subsistence farmers, I must add, are able to compete on the global scale. Remember, Starbucks went in there and set up what they call the Farmer Support Center. So the World Bank is trying to make sure they maintain that competitiveness that they have attained. Remember, they are ranked 32 now in the world, according to the Ease of Doing Business report. So Mm. they are ahead of us. We are 41. So that tells you something, and that's why maybe the World Bank will continue putting money in. Not to downplay the problems they have, but remember the problem is one incident or two outside of Rwanda. And, but as far as running the economy and pointing it in the right direction, I'm sure you can't fault that country. Why has Philips chosen Kenya as yeah. the hub of its innova- for, for its innovation hub? I would have thought yeah. that we have got Stellenbosch. We can put an yeah. innovation hub there for Philips. They haven't chosen us. Why not? Yeah, we do. But remember, Nokia chose Kenya as well. So it's, uh, Philips is not the only country, company that's seeing that. You remember most of the conferences now that are happening in the ICT space are going there. They have a development, a hub of some sort, their own, if you like, Silicon Valley, uh, uh, cut lid on of Silicon Valley called Kansas City. So 
Kenya decided they want to be the hub, ICT hub, and they took advantage of the fiber optic cables. You know, we talked about the tender that they, they, they canceled last week or so that was trying to get laptops sure. into primary schools and high schools. So they have decided they want to be a hub. And often when you invest in infrastructure and your policies are right, the investors tend to sit up and take notice. And remember, Kenya is very well positioned in the Indian Ocean region. So it makes it easy for them to connect to India and Asia and the rest of the emerging markets. So it makes sense, to be honest. It's much easier, a shorter distance to fly from Kenya to India, maybe, than flying from here to, to India. So if you want to create and facilitate trade between the other BRICS countries, except maybe for Brazil, you are better off further north or towards the equator rather than maybe at the southern tip. And that's what we have to notice, that it might be that traditionally we are the gateway. We will remain the gateway for a while because we have the infrastructure, the superior banking, financial sectors, and the legal system that people can trust. But but there are other things that investors are looking at and maybe Philips is reminding us that we don't have it all or we won't always have it all. Uh, it's extraordinary to think and it's one last story here. Somalia yeah. as yeah. a big livestock exporter yeah. to the Middle East. But, but they ima- are. It's fantastic. <laughs> Hard to story. imagine. 4.7 million. And that's why when you talk about agriculture being big on the continent, Bruce, we, we undermine that. But 4.7 million head of livestock exported to the Gulf states. And that's why we wouldn't know about it. But this is an economy that was a country that was a failed state. They had no government, yeah. but still that level of export. And that's why the United Nations and the European Union are saying, let's do this. But you know what they're doing? It's really constructive engagement because you have the Al-Shabaab problem. You have the, the, the piracy in the, in the Somali waters. The best way to solve the problem is to engage and find a way of having interest, self-interest in the area. So the United Nations and the European Union deciding we can't expect the private sector to do it by itself. Let's go in and start helping this country so that the government they elected two years ago or so can be able to stabilize the country. Very crucial part of the geography, Horn of Africa in the true sense. It connects Southern Africa and the Northern Africa and the Middle East. So it's important to have stability in there. And if Somalia is going to do it, then let's get it going. Victor Khomaswana with the Africa Business Report.